Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features an episode of Let's Pretend called Six Swans. It's a kid's show, but still entertaining. It first aired on June 7, 1947. today, doesn't it, Gwen? And listen, pretenders, you'll be proud as we are to know that for the 16th consecutive year, we have been awarded first prize for children's programs by the editors of Billboard magazine. Thank you, editors of the Billboard. And now, Sybil, what's the story for today? The six swans, Uncle Bill. Six swans it is. And who'll say how we travel to the land of Let's Pretend? It's Bill Lipton's turn today. What do you say we travel by giant rockets? Well, Bill, that's terrific. Rockets it is. One for each of you and a great big one for Uncle Bill and me. Everybody ready? One, two, three. So fast as these rockets, and so smooth, too. Almost sounds if you're talking about our favorite breakfast treat, Gwen. (laughs) Yep, Henry's five-minute cream of wheat is mighty fast and smooth, too. You see, it cooks to full digestibility, even for babies, in just five minutes of boiling. And talk about smooth. Why, cream of wheat hands you the smoothest, creamiest goodness that ever came out of a cereal package. So, eat a better breakfast, feel better all day. Get a better start the cream of wheat way. And keep listening for our special cream of wheat game that comes right after the first act of today's story, The Six Swans. upon a time in a land beyond the magic mountains, six brothers and their sister Elise dwelt happily together and adored each other. We find them now in their living room greeting their father and his second wife, their new stepmother. Hello, my family. Oh, so glad to see you. Seems as if I've been gone a year. That certainly isn't very complimentary to me. Oh, my dear Agnes, I didn't mean it that way. Children, come. Meet your new mother. Here they are. Frederick. Hello, Mother. Kenneth. How do you do? Roland. Mother. Peter. Hello, Mother. Mark. Hello. And Benjamin. Hello. And the baby of them all, Elise, my only daughter, whom we adore. We hope you'll be very happy with her. I don't see how anybody could be with so many people around. 
I don't like noise and confusion. You must be very tired, my dear. The journey has been long. Elise, will you show your mother to her room? Well, of course I will, gladly. Why should I go? So you can talk behind my back? Suppose they clear out and let me rest here. Agnes, what in the world has made you so cross? Please, my dear, I can't have my children ordered around in their own home. Come, you're not yourself. Say you didn't mean that. I did mean it, and you may as well know it now. I don't like these stupid boys. Bad manners, horrible voices. Spineless, that's what they are. Spineless. Agnes. Oh, never mind, Father. We understand. Of course we do. We'll go. Well, what are you waiting for, stupid? How dare you talk to my brothers like that? What? Who are you to insult the finest men that ever lived? Father, make her apologize. Make her... I leave. Never mind, sister. It's all right. Please, dear, don't. Well, this is a pretty welcome, I must say. What do you expect? We tried to be nice to you, and the first thing you do is to insult my brother. Elise, my dear, this mustn't be. Agnes, please calm yourself. Calm myself? I'll show you how I'll calm myself. Your six sons will be taught a lesson, and your impudent daughter, too. I'll put a curse on them. Oh, no, no, no. You didn't know I could work magic, did you? Well, I can, and will. I'll show them. No, no, Forces of the underworld, attend me. From now, henceforth, these six brothers shall be turned into wild swans. No, no, don't. No. It's too late. And now, my lovely birdies, fly away and find yourselves a home on Sapphire Lake. We have no place for you here. What have you done? You enchanted them. Oh, you wicked, wicked woman. I'll never forgive you, never. Brothers, wait for me. I'll go with you. Wait, I'm coming. Don't go, Elise. Don't go. I must. Be quiet. Good morning, madam. Good morning, child. What in the world are you doing away out here in the forest of the Cathedral Pines? And how does it happen that you're here by yourself? Well, you see, it's my brothers. I'm looking for them. Brothers? Yes, madam. Six of them. Have you seen... Oh, tell me. Have you seen six swans flying together? One. I thought you said you were looking for your brothers. I am. You see, they were enchanted by a wicked woman. Right before my eyes, they were turned into six wild swans. Oh, I understand now. Yesterday at twilight, I saw six swans with golden crowns on their heads. They were flying towards the Sapphire Lake. Oh, you suppose yes, that... Yes, she said she'd send them to the Sapphire Lake. But why there? Because the water of the Sapphire Lake is magic. They can dip in it after sundown and become men until dawn. Tell me, where is the lake? Please tell me quickly. Come with me. I'll show you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, madame. Come on, Roddy. <laughs> And heaven grant that I found my brother. They're going into the lake. Oh, it's 
be a man again, if only for a few hours. Ah, I should say it is. Brothers, there must be some way to break this enchantment. How? Must we go on like this? Oh, I've missed you and grieved for you. Oh, oh, brothers, it was all my fault. If I hadn't made our stepmother angry, she never would have changed you into swans. Can you ever forgive me? Oh, nonsense. She's just a wicked old witch. I'm sure she intended doing it no matter what happened. Oh, it's so good to see you, Elise, dear. Fred, how long are you permitted to stay in the form of men? Oh, too short a while, Elise. With the first ray of the dawn, we are changed back into swans. And then where do you go, Benjamin? To a far distant mountain where we've made our home. Which brings us to the most important question. What can we do, Benjamin? What about? How about Elise? We can't leave her here. Of course not. Must we give her up just when we found her? No. I won't go home ever again while this enchantment endures. But how can we take care of you? I don't know. Oh, but we must find a way. I'll never leave you, never. I have an idea, boys. Oh, what is it? But we can weave a cradle that will hold Elise and Laddie. Then at dawn, all of us can hold it with our beaks. Oh. And take her to our cave in the mountains. Certainly. At least we can be together and she'll be safe. What do you say? Come on, let's get You are a brave and devoted sister. 
Now, start to gather the nettle weeds, and from this moment, not one word. Cooking in the cream of wheat game department. A rootin' tootin' game about the wild and woolly west, Sybil. Okay, let's shoot. What's the cowboy's name for food? Ah, chow it is, partners. And you can bet your boots and saddles that the best all-fired breakfast chow on the whole range is smooth and delicious cream of wheat. Yes, sir, it's right at the head of the herd for real lip-smacking flavor. And now let's see you rustle up the answer to this one. What's the name for that famous Western revolver the cowboys used to pack in their holsters? All right, the six-shooter. And when it comes to packing high-caliber, high-six-way nourishment, it's enriched five-minute cream of wheat that hits the bullseye there. You bet. Six mighty important food elements. Lots of good blood-building iron. Calcium and phosphorus for strong bones and teeth. Vitamin B1 to help put the spurs to your appetite. A good share of niacin and the brand of quick food power that helps give you all the get-up-and-go of a regular buck and bronco. And now, partners, what do you say we wind up with a good, rousing western cheer? What's that famous cowboy yell? Uh, yes, sir. And if you want to hear yippies at your house and start a regular stampede to the breakfast table, just yell out the word, enrich five-minute or regular cream of wheat. Either one gives 40 man-sized servings at a cost of less than a penny a bowl. And remember this, all you pretenders, north or east, south or west, cream of wheat is top, the best. It's up in flavor... It's way down in top. It's plenty smooth. Thanks a lot, audience. And now back to... Thanks a lot, audience. And now back to our story of the six swans. made a vow of silence till she had completed weaving the six coats of mail which will break her brother's enchantment. But one day, as she weaves the coats of mail out of the nettle weeds, a prince and his counselor come riding by. Whoa! Here's a cave, Your Highness. Ah, cool and shady here. With a spring of clear, cool water. Suppose we dismount and rest here for a while. I shall be glad to rest, counselor. This is quite a place. Yes. It looks as if it were inhabited, Your Highness. It is. There's a collie dog. Oh. Hello there, fellow. Well, I'll go inside and investigate. All right, Counselor. Well, this is interesting. Come here, fellow. Come on, come on. <laughs> That's right. You're a very friendly dog, aren't you? Your Highness, 
I've made a most unusual discovery. So? What is it? The loveliest girl I've ever seen. Look. There. What? In this lonely mountain cave. Come here, girl. Let me see you. I won't hurt you, believe me. Come, come, young lady. His Highness the Prince calls you. Why don't you answer? Stop that weaving instantly and greet His Highness. Oh, don't be harsh with the counselor. Come here, girl. Perhaps there's something wrong with her speech that we don't understand. Perhaps she doesn't speak our language, Your Highness. And yet her eyes tell me she understands exactly what we say. Those great dark eyes say many, many things. Come, little lady, don't be frightened. Counselor, look. Her hands, her feet, they're bleeding and covered with blisters. It's those nettles she's working with. Take them away from her. Oh, yes, I... Oh! Well, they stick like needles. By all means, keep them, girl. The most curious thing I've ever seen. She must be mute. Prepare a horse for her. I shall take her to the castle immediately. Your Highness, you don't know anything about her. Perhaps I don't, but I'd have no risk thinking of her here alone, starving or devoured by wild beasts. Come, little one, smile. What? Tears instead. She cries more and more, Your Highness. What can we do? Nevertheless, she must be taken to the castle. I want to know she's comfortable and safe from all danger. Yes, sire. Oh, here are four coats of mail made from the nettles. Shall we take them with us? Take them. And the nettles still to be woven? Everything. Come, come, little princess, don't cry. Please, we shall be very kind to you. Look, Your Highness. This horrible place is infested with swans. There are six of them flying above us. Oh, they are. Hey, give me my gun. I'll have a shot at them. Careful, girl. You made me miss. Don't grab my arm like that. What? Why, what's the matter? Your Highness, the girl looks as if she were going to faint. Tender-hearted little thing. All right, then. I won't shoot at them again. Come, Counselor, put her on the horse and we'll start. I tell you, Your Highness, the girl is a witch. There can be no other explanation. But what does she do? Four days and nights have I watched her and observed. She weeps continually. The slightest sound of birds calling, she runs to the window and looks in every direction, as if she were expecting something to come to her out of the sky. Well, so far I see nothing evil. What else happens? She weaves the nettles into cloth with a feverish haste. Day and night she's weaving on those coats of mail while her fingers bleed. But she never stops. Poor little lady. If I only knew what to do, if she could only speak. I'm certain she understands what we say, Your Highness. And here's another strange thing. Twice she has used up all the nettles. Instead of using the wool you've placed in her cave room, she wanders out in the dark. All night she searches the mountainside, gathering more nettles. Her hands and feet bleeding, but she pays no attention to the pain. She comes back at dawn with arms full of nettles. Without rest, she starts weaving again. What makes her do it, I wonder? And why does she remain silent? A court physician say there's nothing wrong? What can it be? It's very mysterious. You're... You really think she's a witch? She is a witch, I tell you, plotting some evil thing to do. Oh, I'm thinking of your safety, sire. Believe me, I am. Better burn her at the stake, your highness, and not wait until she strikes. I can't believe that so lovely a girl could be evil. But listen to me, counselor. I shall watch with you tonight. If she does what you say again, then I can do nothing else. She shall be put to death before she harms anyone. <laughs> Sir, 
Here she is. She insisted on bringing with her a coach of mail she was weaving. Even now she's working on one. Will you give the signal to start the fire? Quiet the people if you can, Counselor, and bring the girl to me. I want to speak to her. Quiet, everyone. You won't go back on your word, sire. You won't let this woman live to bring evil to your kingdom. Please, I will keep my word. Now, please let me speak to her alone. Little lady, can't you say one word before they burn you? Can't you give me one reason to stay the order? Speak to me. Justify my belief in you, won't you? Help me to save you. I, I adore you. I can't believe you're a witch, but you must help me to help you. Your Highness, look at the swans flying over us. Six of them. They're coming down. They're flying right to the witch. Look at her. She is a witch. Look what she's doing. Uh, the swans are circling her. Look, the coats of mail. She's throwing one over each swan. My darling little sister. Oh, oh, thank heaven we found you in time. How dare you say that? You've broken the enchantment. We're men once more. Oh, Elise, we are here. Your six brothers. What are they doing to you? What is this, men? Who are you? What can all of this mean? Your Highness, where are the six This is Elise, our sister, Your Highness. She has worked day and night to weave these coats of mail, which have broken the enchantment and turned us from wild swans back to men. Oh, brothers. Are you all right? Yes, Elise. We're all right now. Oh, my darling, I... I nearly let them burn you at the stake. Well, why didn't you tell me? I would have kept your secret. I couldn't tell you, my prince. I promised I wouldn't speak or utter a sound until the coats were done. And I'd broken the enchantment. That's why I couldn't explain. Though it cost me my life, I did not speak. You brave little girl. You precious sister. Poor brother. Oh, Benjamin, I, I couldn't finish your coat. The left sleeve was still to be woven. And so you have one wing in place of an arm. But I did not wait. It doesn't matter, dear sister. I thank heaven we reached you in time. And I too. And now, Your Highness, may I thank you for all you tried to do. You've been so very gentle with me. And I have been grateful. Though I couldn't tell you so. To think that I doubted your beautiful eyes when they spoke for you. Oh, Elise... I want you for my queen. I've told you so many times. But now, thank heaven, you can speak. What is my answer? Will you do me the honor to become my wife? Oh, yes, Your Highness. If my brother's consent, I'll be happy to marry you. Well, may I, boys? Oh, you People, loyal subjects, salute the bravest, the most gallant woman in all the world. Elise. My bride to be. And now, before we tell you about next week's exciting story, how about it, audience? Would you like to enjoy an extra special super-duper double-deluxe breakfast tomorrow morning? Yeah! Well, then here's the ticket. Lead off with a big bowl full of cream of wheat, topped off with raisins made into a funny face and plenty of cream and milk. 
There's a flavor combination that hits a brand new high in downright mouth-watering goodness. So today, for sure, put in your bid for either enriched five minutes or regular cream of wheat. And remember... Pretenders for today were Elise, Patricia Ryan, Benjamin, Bill Lipson, Kenneth, Jack Rons, Fred, Kingsley Colton, The Father, Arthur Anderson, The Old Woman in the Wood, Gwen Davies, The Stepmother, Sybil Trent, The Prince, Albert Alley, The Counselor, Michael O'Day, The Voice of the Wind, Miriam Wolfe. The original music was composed and conducted by Maurice Brown. Today's story was dramatized and directed by Nyla Mack. Now, if you live in or near New York and you'd like to see a podcast of Let's Pretend, drop a postcard to Cream of Wheat, CBS, New York, for your free ticket. Did you ever break a law and think it wouldn't be discovered? Then find out it had marked you so that everyone knew it? What steps would you take to undo it? Listen next Saturday to hear of a crime and its punishment. Hear the adventures of a rusted knife. The Great American Family Serial. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Let's Pretend first aired in 1934 as a spin-off of The Adventures of Helen and Mary, transformed by Nyla Mack. Let's Pretend became her personal vision with stories inspired by classic folk tales and fairy tales. Let's Pretend was subsequently lauded as one of the most outstanding children's radio programs, eventually garnering nearly 50 national awards, including a Peabody. Broadcast before an audience filled with children, the show would begin with the Uncle Bill Adams greeting of, Hello, Pretenders! After receiving his response of, Hello, Uncle Bill! From the enthusiastic children, Adams would ask his audience how they would like to travel to Let's Pretend. Amid shouts of suggestions from the children, the show would launch into the story with the sounds of the chosen transportation. Nyla Mack's genius, which included her original holiday stories, was also in choosing her cast, many of whom went on to substantial careers in radio, TV, theater, and film, including Rosalind Cyber, who subsequently played Rosalie on The Goldbergs, Jack Grimes, who later appeared in 49 episodes of the CBS Radio Mystery Theater and played Jimmy Olsen in the 1960s revival of the television Superman shows, and Billy Halop, one of the original Dead End Kids. Nyla Mack died in January of 1953. For the last two years of the show, which ended in October 1954, the much-coveted Nyla Mack Award was presented to the show's Outstanding Actor of the Year. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.